stick it up your ass. I'm Richard. <laughs> I'm Gareth. And after I said stick it up your ass, I thought, have you got a pickle in your ass? From <laughs> So I married an ex-murderer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, Charlie? You got a pickle up your ass. <laughs> oh, that's a good film. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't make enough films, her. Um, her from Casualty, who played his mum. Uh, uh, no, it wasn't Sheena Easton. No, she Easton. No. 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 Isn't that Sheena Easton? His mum? No. No. Why did I think it was Sheena Easton all of a sudden? Well, you can keep saying Sheena Easton all day. No, it's But not. in the early 90s, she, she'd have been like 10 years too young. Would she? Yeah, she was fucking Prince in the eighties. Do you think that it, 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 no. no? But this was this was late nineties. Late night. It's like ninety three. It's like ninety four at best. I need to look it up. God Almighty, you're ruining this editing. I have to do this it. This is not editing. This is. I gave you a book to teach you how to edit, and all you did was put it under like a table to level it out. Oh, you lazy fuck. And then- Bookcase. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. You don't even have a computer that can edit. Supposed to go with bookcases. You might as well burn it in a bath. <laughs> Along with the victims. Oh. And so I made 1993. Stick it up your ass, like I said. Okay. Brenda Fricker. There you go. Yeah. Not Sheena Easton then. So what was she up to in 83? Has she been in any films then? Let's have a look at well, Sheena She's been casualty or whatever, didn't she? Like I say, she's done a million things, but I feel like in my mind, it's all casualty. I might be wrong. On my left foot. Look at that. Brides of Christ. (laughs) 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 Juliet Bravo. Quatermass. Play for today, obviously. Coronation Street in 1977. Did she ever do a Jack and No. No. Oh. Missed a trick there. Is she not in Holby, uh, in Casually? <laughs> I'm sure she was. Well, anyway, she's definitely in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. She's a pigeon lady. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. <laughs> We've already said that, but we really then went sideways. <laughs> I figured it was going to get edited out. So. so, yeah, we're back with... Yeah. Uh, more Mandalorian, yeah. Chapter Two, The Child, and I'm going to tell you now. My notes look crazy. Oh, okay. I <laughs> don't have that much notes because I figured um, I could probably do most of this off the top of my head. Oh, well, I have five <laughs> pages of notes. Oh. But see, you'll go. I'll, I'll just do my <laughs> usual dive in sort of thing. But I'll no, no. You, I've got notes. I've you've got, got all the sexy dudes. I like those. They're good. Well, we'll see. So anyway, it premieres in the uh, US, Canada and Netherlands on November 15th, 2019. And it premiered in the UK March 24th, which is in my brain something like five days ago as this gets released. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not going to be able to keep a a firm thing on that. Because yeah, people at home have got calendars. Because they they're coming it. out Monday, Friday, I worked out. Oh, right. Okay. I think. As we go through. Oh, so they're not just dumping them all in the winter? No. No. Because if we dump these all in a winter, there's no. What are we going to put out in April? We'd, I'd be running around like a crazy. Oh, no, oh, no. I thought you meant. 
No, they think, are. No, yeah, that's what we I was, aren't. Yeah, I thought you were speaking about them for a second. Nope. Okay. Oh, yeah. no, we wouldn't dump it all in that one. Well, That'd I already be said crazy. it comes out March 24th. Yeah. That's when our first episode comes out. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise known as the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this episode that some people might call the next episode yeah. came out the Friday. Crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> what they like. Uh, so it's uh, written by John Favreau, again. Yep. Directed by uh, Rick Fama. Famuyiwa. Famuyiwa? Well, you've made it sound Japanese. He's Nigerian. Oh. So. Oh, you're totally yes, cool. Famuyiwa. Famuyiwa. Um, um, did you look up his credits? Yeah, he made Dope. That's a good film. Yeah, and pretty much really nothing... Well, other things. Only 13 directorial credits. And everything else, it's kind of his own stuff that he's made. Yeah, but I think it's just John Favreau's put together a group of people he likes. Yeah. Because it was a bit odd for like the second episode to entrust it to... Well, well no, because... Un- 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 unknown entity, I mean, Dope Oscar-nominated, right? I mean, yeah. it's not like, oh, he's, he's, not, he's not worth his salt, is didn't, he? Didn't win I've got 15 Oscar nominations, <laughs> me. Uh-huh. I could do it. Favs, give me a Mandalorian, please. <sighs> Preferably the one where you bring Beep back. You can fill in that Beep with whoever you like. <laughs> so who the fuck Beep? Well, no, uh, it's, no, uh, no it's no... Uh, it's a placeholder. Okay, yeah. I get it. <laughs> Not so much a placeholder as I assume it will be people who we haven't seen yet, and therefore it would be a spoiler. Mm. I mean, anyway. Yeah. So let's get some uh, plot deets out of the way, right? Cool. So, oh, here's the thing about this episode as well. I reckon it's going to be really short, because nothing happens. Well, because the episode's really short as well, so it's only, what... How long is this one? It's some, it's only like 28 minutes of actual... Well, also, there is no speaking and very little plot. Yeah. So... That seems to be the biggest complaint online from the reviews. Yeah, but that's how those old Samurai movies worked, right? There's yeah. just lots of walking around in landscape. Yeah. And a lot of people are sort of saying that this is filler in its second episode. I will argue that point later. I don't think it's filler. I say it gets across the feeling of being alone in a massive space. Exactly. So, but when it comes to writing the scripts, mm-hmm. Johnny Favs, right? It does suggest that they're not very big. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, while returning to his ship on foot, while the child, uh, with the child in tow, uh, in the floating cradle, mm. uh, the Mandalorian mm. is ambushed by a trio of Trandoshan warriors wielding vibro axes. Indeed. And were they vibro axes? They didn't, were they vibrating? Ah, yeah. uh, yes, they were. Okay. So um, stop your fucking okay. arguing. Yeah, same. You, you know, you didn't write any notes. I had to look through I five websites. didn't see anything about vibro things in the stuff I looked up. Because you didn't look on Wikipedia, did you? I will smash this microphone to pieces. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, just, just fact, same species as Bosk. Who's that? Um, he was an Emperor Six back. He was one of the um, bounty hunters that they've got lined up when they're can okay. send the folk off. And he's the sort of well lizardy one who, other than Boba Fett, who gets a little bit of a talking to from Darth Vader, is the only one that really does anything. He sort of looks looks down at someone, flexes his toes, and growls. Oh. Well, here's a little thing about uh, 
Trandoshans. Yeah. Yeah. They're large, carnivorous reptilian humanoids uh, from the planet Trandosha, a.k.a. Dosha. Um, oh, no, I'm pressing the button that makes my shit go wrong. Here we go. Uh, they have super sensitive eyes that can see into the infrared range and the ability to regenerate lost limbs. They also shed their skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Trandoshans are a warlike species who allied oh, early with the Empire and the Confederacy during the Clone Wars, uh, taking Wookiees as slaves. They are the natural enemies of Wookiees, and both Wookiees and Trandoshans keep each other's dried skins and pelts as prizes. And mm. this is canon. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, didn't see many of their skins hanging up in the Millennium Falcon. I was going to say, I never saw a Wookiee with like coming no. out of the bath with like a Trandoshan towel. <laughs> uh, it's very hard to dry with leather. Though. It's not as absorbent as Wookiee. Well, no, but it's like a chamois. Wouldn't you chamois some chamois. hair? Chamois. Um, your hair off. <laughs> how you keep their coat shiny or something. Yeah, it'd be fine. Oh... Uh, Talking of pelts, yeah. my sister sent me a lovely little gif uh, today of like a porcupine. Yeah. Um, and I must admit, when I looked at it, I thought it was a picture of the back of my head when I have hair. Because <laughs> yeah. it's remarkably just, oh, you know what? This is uh, not for the people at home because they can't see, obviously. Because yeah. they don't have eyes. I've taken them. Eye- is there drilling going eye- on? They're eye deaf. Um, there's uh, definitely something. Yeah, if you can hear drilling, then, you know, yeah. that's someone doing some drilling. We'll survive. Now, uh, during you this... See, look, cute, cute, cute little thing. Uh, but then when you look at it like this, it's like the back of my head. <laughs> I see that. Which is deeply upsetting. Oh. This is why I shave it. No. Oh. Um, this fight scene, <laughs> well, that is very annoying. Um, it's like there's a... Someone's cleaning someone's teeth in the same room as us. Some mental mosquito in here. Um, that's uh-huh. what you see. So we see um, the Mandalorian uses rifle for the first time. Now this goes back to that scene on Empire Strikes Back as well, where Darth says to Boba Fett, no disintegration. Right? He does, he does say that. Now that led to a fan theory that that's because um, Boba Fett was the one that killed Baru and Owen on Tatooine. Uh-huh. And so Darth Vader's kind of pissed at him for and killing relatives of his. Yeah, but disintegration would suggest there'd be nothing left. Well, that's what, well the thing is, up until last point, uh-huh. we'd never seen what disintegration looked like. It was obviously something horrible. And considering we saw their sort of charred out corpses, maybe the, can, the flesh had been disintegrated off of it, we'd never seen how it worked. Well, but that was a fan theory. I hear But now this saying. dispels the fan theory that that's the case. I know, but I think uh, common sense would dispel a fan theory due to the fact that it's called disintegration. And when something disintegrates, there's nothing left. Well, but I know, but... No, there's no no but. It's you're just arguing me for the sake of it, thing. You had the argument tone on. I just <laughs> I did not out. have an argument tone. On. <laughs> I was stating a fan theory that's uh, wrong. No, yeah. I was, I was, but then <laughs> it's still possible that Boba Fett did do that because then it's more likely he could have used his flamethrower. Hey, we could say that Boba Fett did a lot of things, but we don't know. But I'm just. This is what the fucking podcast of. Oh. I don't know why you're so frustrated today. <laughs> People at home do. <laughs> I, I guarantee if they ever wrote letters, they wouldn't. Oh. <laughs> it's, the, it's the tone. It's the tone. 
<laughs> you should listen back to your own tone, sir. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so he, he disintegrates one, attempting to uh, rush and kill the child, revealing a tracking fob. Uh, later at dusk, the child watches as the Mandalorian tries to uh, sear a wound on his left arm. Yeah. Yeah. Taking pity on his protector, the child tries to touch it with his paw, but the Mandalorian rebuffs his offer. Oh, <laughs> you all hurt. Keep your tri-fingered hand <laughs> off me, you filthy beast. Your half, your half frog thing, whatever your you are. Uh, trying to touch me up in the desert. The Mandalorian tries to repair a machine. <laughs> That's oh, no, it's, on, his, it's his chest plate. Well, that was off uh, Wikipedia. They're just uh-huh. like some some electrics of some. Or it could be his pauldron. Well, whichever one took a bash during their fight, I wasn't paying attention. Well, there you go. Should have been. You should considering. I think it was a chest plate. This person didn't seem to know what it was, and neither do you. Mm. <laughs> And neither do I. No. So, but here's the crazy thing. Yeah. I already can't remember this episode, and I watched it yesterday. Well, so it's just, you see, when in the first episode, when he's got his pauldron put on, you see the circuitry and everything underneath. Mm-hmm. So it's de- definitely either his chest plate or his pauldron. There you go. Uh, taking pity on the child, he wraps him with a blanket, and then wraps, much like three men and a little lady. See, here's, here's one of the issues, I think, with this episode, is... Not an issue, really. It's obviously they've used practical effects for the child. Yes. And I think, although sometimes it looks pretty good, mm-hmm. see, when he's just handling it and picking it up and putting it into the cradle and things, yeah, it does kind of look like if I'd picked up my Yoda Furby <laughs> and just stuck it in there because it's it's too rigid. You sort of, Because obviously it is a, a doll. Yeah, they're not made of money. I know, but it's just... It Dip just, a baby in paint. Says Richard. <laughs> no, I didn't say. But I'm just, it just looks. It does look like he's just handling a can because a he husk. is. This know. is what happens with acting. I know, but still, it's called suspension of disbelief, my friend. Everything I'm suspended is about <laughs> a lot of things in the Star Wars universe, but this is just it just sort of takes me out a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, upon returning to his ship, he finds a team of Jawas scavenging it for parts after a short but pretty cool battle. Uh, uh, they retreat in their sand crawler and stun the Mandalorian unconscious yeah. with ion blasts. His sh- uh, he returns to his ship, finding it stripped bare uh, and all his weaponry stolen. Yeah, and also his toilet. His toilet's gone. Oh, uh, quick uh, pit stop. Mm-hmm. So uh, for people really not in the know, uh, Jawas were a sentient species of meter-tall humanoids native to the Outer Rim desert world of Tatooine. Jawas who migrated from Tatooine were often referred to as off-world Jawas. Oh, there you go. See, these ones have got um, red eyes. Yes, because they can have yellow or red eyes. Yeah, because the originals, well, the original were um, yellow. And see, they use their ion blasters there because they used that in the original one to zap uh, R2-D2. True story. Because it would make sense they would have that because their foes are not normally humanoid. So they would have non-lethal weapons. Mm. And they don't kill people. People kill people (laughs) with Jawas. And stormtroopers kill Jawas. (laughs) Bastards. Well, then, say that. So there's Mandalorian. Quite a few. Mm. Uh, So he goes to see... uh, Quill, yeah, uh, who tells him to barter, 
Um, and the Mandalorian's like, uh, and at the same time, the child eats a frog very cutely. Yes. Uh, with the assistance of Quill, he begrudgingly bargains with the Jowers to return his ship's parts in return for retrieving the egg. Right. Um, the Jawas in this one, mm-hmm. um, not all of them get, well, most of them are uncredited, but the, um, I looked up the voice of the Jawas was yep. provided by Stephen Jackson Powers Jr. Too many names. Yeah. But you know how many credits he's got other than this? One. No, none. He just did the voices in this. For the Jawas. He's probably just on set somewhere. Yeah. Like the, no, the, the son of the caterer or something. <laughs> uh, anyway. Maybe he used to do the voiceover to like, fr- you know, the, the Fruitini adverts and they just pitched it up. Because mm. in my mind, all Jawas say oh, yeah. is Fruitini. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Fruitini. It was... Uh, Pineapple chunks with a couple of cherries. You keep looking at me just now. I know you're goading me into my pedantry where I'm going to correct you as to what they say and I'm just not going to do it. I am biting my tongue. That's all, kids. There was a smirk there and I thought, yeah, I know what he wants me to say. Oh. So anyway, the Mandalorian locates a den with a mud horn. Um, it's got a big, muddy yeah, a, anus. A large, horned beast. Um, ironically, I looked up what um, uh, a mud horn, and mm. it was created for this episode. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, it bears a heavy resemblance to the... Oh, yeah, the... Alas, mother... Mother... Motherium. Alas, motherium. Yeah, Jesus from the Christ, that's not easy. An extent, uh, extinct genus of rhinoceros that lived during the late Plesio- Pleistocene. <laughs> Pleistocene. Pleistocene era. Pleistocene. For everything with that era in our, um, it was dumb our history off. where everything was stop motion. Oh. Um, Can you imagine if you're an archaeologist and you're digging through stuff and you just find all these. Kind of, <laughs> Clay figures that, of can, that used to be alive. Um, yes. Uh, so, you know, basically the Mandalorian gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Uh, throwing him and battering him around in the open. Uh, with his weapons failing uh, and his armour heavily damaged, uh, the beast charges to finish him, but the child uses the force to lift the beast, allowing the Mandalorian to stab and kill it. Uh, he returns with the egg, and the Jawas cut it open and eat the contents. It's gross. I know. Because you, you, you do, at that point, you're going, okay, they're sitting there and they're taking turns holding it up, shouting mm. the egg. Yep. You're like, well, what are they going to do with it now? And when the, the reveal is they're just going to smash it open and eat it, yeah, you're like, oh, fuck, he went through all that just so they could have some egg. Go to KFC. Ugh. Yeah, but it's obviously really good egg. Yeah. I mean, I'm not uh, sure what Jawas are normally eating, so... They're never going to have another one of them, I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. Uh, he and Quill repair his ship, after which Quill turns down the Mandalorian's offer uh, of reward and crewing his ship. And after parting his friends, the Mandalorian takes to space and the child wakes for the first time after ex- exhausting itself using the Force. Yeah. I was going to say, is that a spoiler, but to us... 
It is not. No. So let's shut up. Well, because here's, here's the thing that I just sort of realised while watching this, and this is not a spoiler for the other episodes or anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, the words the force are never said within this series. Nope. But the thing but, is, yeah. they don't seem to know that Jedis exist I know, I, or the Force exists. And this is five years ADY. Yeah. So you'd like to think they at least know who Luke Skywalker is. Exactly. It's just, it's baffling that they so. don't. So, <laughs> so that is odd. Mm. Um, and I said, looking at the sort of views and stuff of this, mm-hmm. I say the biggest complaints were kind of how short the episode was. Yep. How nothing seemed to happen. Uh-huh. Um, I say it was there was accusations of being filler and up to then. Um and I just thought, well no, because everything here you set up the feeling for like the Star Wars feeling with the first episode mm-hmm. and can set up uh, whereas that Star Wars feeling. Yeah, well you know what I mean. <laughs> it's aye. No, it's it's the song waiting to happen. <laughs> but this one here, I mean they're going People are saying, oh, it's a waste of time. This. I mean, there's a lot of people actually saying waste of time this episode. And that's bullshit. Because one, we knew um, the child was going to have powers. Yep. You've seen him. So that sets that up. You've got Mandalorian getting his um, equipment fucked up. Yep. Because he's about to get a shit ton of Beskar. Mm-hmm. So the equipment he's got now, which looks rough as fuck except for his pauldron, mm-hmm. needed to be fucked up. Um, and also you've set up the fact that there's been this whole fan thing about Mandalorians for years and how great they are and everything. Mm. You need to see the rougher side of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the fact that the cult following that Boba Fett got, despite not being on screen very long, and then when he was, being very ineffective. Yes. And even Ken Jango, always oh, this great thing, we're going to clone all these people from him. First sort of, well, second sort of big fight you see him in, he gets decapitated. Mm-hmm. Pretty quickly and easily. So and obviously he hits his head on his ship. Yeah, and oh, that was that was, was to tie back. Yeah. To, oh, did he? Oh, did he no, no, no Django so. hits his head on the mm. ship in yeah. Attack of the Clones, and it's literally done to suggest yeah. that it's a a fault within the system, if you will. Mm. So stormtroopers occasionally bash their head. Yeah, it's like come on, George. <laughs> but I think so. I mean, it's just they needed to to sort of dumbed down this whole thing about uh, Mandalorians being great mm-hmm. and it, you kind of see I mean that last part where he's just sort of standing there facing the mud horn with his sword out and his uh, vibrant blade out oh, it's, it's sword waggling in yeah. the air <laughs> definitely about to die if it had not been for the child mm-hmm. and yeah you needed to get expectations lowered yeah. for what he can do because at the end of the day he's not full Mandalorian Technically, he's still... Well, there is no Mandalorian. It's just a name, right? I know. He can be from anywhere. But So he is a Mandalorian. Yeah, but of his sort of tribe thing, he's still... Not, there's not a rank in system either, but he would probably be considered a lesser rank because he's not... You say He's a foundling sort of thing. Uh, but I don't want to go into he doesn't spoilers. Have yeah. But from what we've seen, he's the only one that goes outside. So how the fuck could he be that low on the, the pecking order? I think once because he's still trying to prove himself because they say he's not got his signet yet. Yeah, but no one else goes outside. They can't go look how great we are when they're hiding in a bunker. Well, I mean, we saw, well, we did hear from the thing where the. Uh, pff, where I get my teeth in. 
Teeth in. Uh, we did hear from like the outcome of the purges, which is why they were driven underground. Yeah, yeah. And okay, he's out. Just about. sauntering around. Yeah. So why can't everyone else just saunter around? True. There is no empire anymore. That's who killed him during the purge. Yeah. Well, but there's still remnants of the empire because we've seen that with the client and yeah. he's got stormtroopers knocking about him. So. And if there's one thing we know about stormtroopers is they're shit. But they're from <laughs> from Mandalorian DNA, so maybe well, they're shit. Yeah, but I always think of them as being a copy of a copy of a copy. Yeah. You know? Well, anyway, I still think the um, what they were doing here was trying to lure... Um, expectations of the audience as to what a Mandalorian can do. Yeah, because it means later on, when he does do great stuff, you'll appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. So that's how I think they're going about this. Okay. I said, just opinion. I don't know why you think I'm being, You just jumped in there. You seem very nervous today it's that I'm the, constantly arguing with you. Mm. And there's a, there's a thing when you listen back to this episode. I haven't argued with you once. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone drank too much coffee. Someone was snorting Red Bull again. Or not enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I dry my uh, Red Bull, turn it into powder. Yeah? Ugh. I just snort it wet. Mm, fancy. Yeah, you know, as long as you uh, open your throat up, right, you can take it into your stomach and not your lungs. And then you don't die. <laughs> so you're not supposed to take it into your lungs? No, not if you can help it. Shit. Though the bubbles do help with, you know... Well, they contain air or something, right? Exactly. Bubbles, that's where you get bubbles from. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you buy a soda stream, it's CO2, though, so there's no... Well, the O. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's... Uh, and by pretty sure, I mean it definitely is the there's stuff that suffocates you. Two of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Not dying's hard. Oh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I forgot to look up. Uh, I don't really get any questions from this episode, particularly. Not like mm-hmm. last time. We had a few. But um, we did, if I remember rightly. Where are we? No, not that bit. Uh, not that bit? One of the things, I'm doing this from memory, but. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Baby no. Yoda cuteness factor. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What do you reckon this episode? Because of the well, frog was, eating for some reason? Well, what was the last one? I can't remember. Oh, I thought you were, I thought it was going to be a regular thing. It is, uh, but um, oh. no. Yet last time, no. It was just what was it? It was just oh. him being cute. Like he he was in his little basket and he's all like. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I think it goes up this time though. Oh, definitely. It's it's definitely two more you than last more time. Those... But I don't know what I gave it. I feel like I would give it out of if it's out of five, it's a solid three mm. this time. And if it was out of ten, I'm going to seven. Cause it was cute. Mm. Okay. What about you? I'll agree. Well, that was easy, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, um, don't get accused of arguing. <laughs> you see what that is? I know. I'm being, you I'm see being, the difficulty? I'm being it? facetious now. No, I don't think you are. I was, I was <laughs> think you're being facetious. No, I was being facetious. <laughs> I was joking. That. <laughs> My God. Hmm. So tough being your friend sometimes. Oh. T- Right. But, uh, yeah, when it comes to, like, references this week as well, I wouldn't say there's any obvious. No. Um, I suppose, you know what you could say? 
you could go along the uh, lines of like a lone wolf and cub because of the basket. Yeah. You know, it's a bit on the nose. And if you don't want to watch them all, that's cool. Maybe you could just watch Shogun Assassin. Mm. I think I did. I watched the first episode of something called uh, Lone Wolf and Cub. <laughs> it was on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, Lone Wolf and Cub is a film series. They're all about 90 minutes. Oh, this was... Well, maybe it was just cut down on YouTube, but it was about 30 minutes I watched. Yeah. Well, they might a series of it as well. three pieces or something. Yeah, there's half a dozen. Because it was just... It was, See, from, from, when would it be? 60s? Mm, no offence to Japanese cinema, but they tend to look kind of grubby. I'd yeah. say it was early 70s. Oh, well. um, there's a weird thing with a kid peeing. Yeah, it does happen at one point, yeah. yeah. And the kid kills a lot of people by firing shit like, at, like with a blowpipe out of a basket. Oh, no, I didn't get got... Well, I didn't see that part. But, um... You know, it was also ten. It was sort of remade as Road to Perdition with Tom mm. Hanks back in the day, and a young Daniel Craig. I mean, and a younger Tom Hanks. That's how time works. Yeah. True, because uh, <laughs> they both came out. And that film probably came out in like early two thousands. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a good episode. I mm. say, if you want to. Check something out. Be uh, lazy. Check out uh, Shogun Assassin, which is the uh, cut of uh, Lone Wolf and... The first three, maybe the first two, Lone Wolf and Cub films into one 90-minute bloodfest. That was one of the first video nasties, I think, in this country. Mm. Not anyone gives a fuck about video nasties. It's such a weird thing that... When I was a kid, it was so important to find all the video nasties. <laughs> and then you, when they, when I, you know, we changed our mind, you can see them. There's nothing to them. And I no. still to this day don't. Do you know how little blood there is in Texas Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> uh, I think I've watched it once. And went, my, I remember yeah. my brother-in-law trying to explain it to me, right? Mm-hmm. And every word I remember him saying was a lie. Because as he remembers it, he's like, and there's chainsaws, there's blood everywhere. No, no, there is a chainsaw. But, I mean, the worst kill in it is when he picks that woman up and just puts her on the the hook in his house. And you see it from the front. Yeah. So you don't see anything. It's just she's a very good actor of, what would this feel like to have been hooked in the spine and die? <laughs> Not great, I guess. I mean, on a scale of one to ten, it would be like shit, wouldn't it? <laughs> one to <laughs> shit. <laughs> Oh. On a scale of shit to ten, <laughs> oh, aka shit. the scale known as shitten. Yeah. Oh. Uh, anyway, see, so, yeah, um, better or worse than first episode? I, I mean, on, on it's a weird one because I feel like you can't, you almost can't judge this one. I suppose that would be a complaint from me in that mm-hmm. people say nothing happens and that is incorrect. But from a story momentum point of view, yeah. then they're not wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It does strengthen his relationship to Queel. Yeah. But they were already friends. True. So. <laughs> uh. And it does show that the child is force sensitive. Yeah. Um, but. 
shockingly, you didn't need the mud horn to do that no. because he was going to heal him before he got put back in the thing. No. Yeah, you know I mean, I suppose, it, but it is also but setting it, up um, Mandalorian's need for other people because up until then, can he's supposed to be this out there on his own? Yeah, yeah. And say, if it had not been for the child, he'd be dead. Well, of course, if it wasn't for the child, he wouldn't be there in the first place. But all in all, it's the child's fault. That's what we've come to. Yeah, explain. pretty much. You could just let IG Eleven kill it. Yeah. And that we'd at least have a character voiced by Taika Waititi. Yes. Um, anyway. Oh, so yeah, I need to probably give it a score. Well, I'm going to say, well, I think I gave eight to the first episode. Yeah, we did it at ten, right? Yeah. I'm saying a seven for this one. Just dips a little bit. Yeah, you know what, I'm going to go slightly harsh and say six. Yeah. Now, IMDb... Uh-huh. Um, I think it was 8.6 for the entire series uh-huh. 8.7 for last episode yeah. This episode's on IMDb is 8.7 as well So they thought it was exactly the same But I think there was a dip I think when you watch them together it's fine mm. And you don't really notice a difference And the two episodes combined yeah. Are barely an hour and five minutes So it's fine, mm-hmm. right? Just watch them together But if you watch them separately because of the lack of dialogue and the lack of story momentum, I must admit, I did. I rarely looked at the screen during this episode because I've seen it yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, I was just like, "Yeah, you're right. I know what happens." That's true. Actually, I did spend more time looking, doing my notes. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah. in my head right now, I mean, it took a while to flesh those notes out because you go, "What happens?" Right, he goes back to his ship. Uh, and kills a couple of guys on the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets to his ship, it's been pulled apart. He goes to see the Jowers, doesn't treat them very nice. Goes to see Quill, goes back to the Jowers, gets the egg, the episode ends. <laughs> he still doesn't treat them very nice while he's negotiating either. True, yeah. flamethrower comes That's out. Right. Yeah. Uh, one thing... I suppose, yeah. is that we do see inside a sand crawler. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah, it's a bit of fan service. Much like first episode, we get to see our first space toilet. Yeah. Now we get to see inside a space crawler, a uh, sand crawler, sorry. Which I guess a lot of people probably never cared that much about or thought too much about. Yeah, yeah. I know that I, didn't, I sort of did have a bit of a sort of fan freak out thing when I first saw it because I was just like that's pretty cool because I did always wondered what's inside these things mm. and I think eggs that's possibly I think John Favreau's a kind of Star Wars fan that that's why he's going for that sort of thing and putting it in his show yeah is that a lot of Star Wars fans will just be going in about like in the trench run and all that sort of stuff whereas I think Favreau Overthinks it as well. But Isn't it odd though that until yeah. he made this, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought him as a as a Star Wars fan, right. even though he voiced a character in Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and it was a Mandalorian. Yeah, because it was uh, one of the Vizslers. I want to say Kaz Viz- No Zaz Zav Paz Paz Paz. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's a few of them. They've all got stupid names. Yeah. Sorry, Star Wars universe. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) They know. know. Oh. Um, But anyway, we'll be back in a couple of days with episode three, which is called... Oh, 
I forgot to look it up. Yeah, I forgot to. It'll be a surprise. It's called Chapter 3. Uh, yeah, which I keep calling episode. <laughs> and I've got to stop that because they, di- they named it differently on purpose. No. <sighs> you know what, Gareth, just check yeah, before just we finish. It'll save fucking around. Oh, yeah, don't forget Masterminds with Patrick Stewart. That's a great film, isn't it? Mm. Chapter three. Not to be confused with chapter two. I've typed it in wrong. That's not. Fuck's sake. I typed it in and now it's just some dude going, I love the Mandalorian, and then put it on an IMDb. The Sin is what uh, chapter three is called. I did not remember that at all. Uh, just uh, before watching it, listen to Sin by Nine Inch Nails. Get yourself ready for it. Um, yeah. yeah. And what is that episode about, I hear you say? I, well, according to the official strapline, yeah. the battered Mandalorian returns to his client for his reward. See, why well, in my head they think there's another episode before that? I don't know, because there's not. No. So, yeah, we'll be back in a few days with that. You know, stop uh, binge-watching this season. Take it slower. Yeah, enjoy it. Speak soon. Okay. What? I was going to say like, but then I couldn't think of anything. Oh, yeah, but it sounds like I cut you off, so I'll give you a chance to not say anything. It's fine. See you in a minute. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Any ideas yet before I press stop? No. You can have the slowest um. retort ever. <laughs>